0: 5 to 47. From the sixth hour until the ninth. John 19 25 to 27. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Dear woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, the disciple took her into his home. Matthew 25 45 to 47. From the sixth hour until the ninth in the ninth hour, Jesus cried out a voice, Ilioi, Eloi, lama sabachthani?" my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, he's calling Elijah. Later was now complete, and so that the scriptures would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. So the third saying from the cross, Dear woman, here is your son, and to John, uh, here is your mother. So this passage portrays the love and concern that Jesus had for his mother. Okay. Samuel Johnson was a, a great uh, you know, Oxford writer and he had mentioned that if there ever was a moment when we expect a man to, do, to think of only himself, it is at his hour of death. And here we see Jesus hanging on the cross Moments before his death. Not thinking about his own suffering, but thinking about the suffering of his mother, the loneliness of his mother and the, and the sorrow of his mother. Okay. The Lord's act on the cross of commending his mother into the care of uh, John is better understood in the light of his mother's widowhood. Okay. So there is no uh, gospel record. Of the de- uh, death of Joseph and uh, we know that uh, with, with, with little doubt that uh, Joseph had died uh, much before Jesus had began, uh, began his ministry, his public ministry. Further compounded, uh, Mary was actually seeing the death of her own child in front of her own eyes. So this was a very excru- excruciating moment for, uh, for, uh, for Mary to, to you know to, to experience. So we are seeing the love that Jesus had for his mother, Mary. And more interesting to note in this passage is the word woman, the usage of the word woman. Okay. So in another instance in, in, the, in the Bible, in John 2.4, in the wedding at Cana, Jesus similarly addresses uh, his mother as woman. And there are two more instances in the Bible when jesus ad- addresses mary magdalene in uh, john uh, 20 uh, 13 and 15 twice he, he addresses mary magdalene as woman why are you crying okay so uh, uh, we all know that jesus was speaking to uh, to uh, to his mother in aramaic okay but the greek word uh, used for woman is gunai. and it is a word the Greek word, uh, you know, has utmost respect and even affection in some contexts. So much so that you know vernacular translations uh, they actually uh, don't uh, use the word woman, but they use the equivalent of mother. And some translations, as we have read, use the word dear mother. Okay. But when Jesus addresses his mother as woman, there is more to to then, to that to just that. Jesus was not just Mary's son. He was the heavenly son to an earthly mother. So when we read this passage, so beyond the love, the concern, the respect that Jesus had for his own mother on the cross, even though he was on the cross, he was disregarding his own suffering. There is a deeper dimension to what we just read in the third saying on the cross. As pastor mentioned, when he opened, there is a there is a deeper dimension to what is happening on the cross than what is just what is just apparent so beyond this love the care the concern there is one more deeper dimension and that i would like to dwell on two aspects of that dimension first one is the new family and the second one is the new responsibility now when you read this passage there is a very serious question that we can raise why didn't jesus commend his mother or commit his mother to, to, to his own brothers. Okay? So we read in uh, Matthew 13 that Jesus had four brothers. Now these, these, these were the sons that uh, uh, Mary bore to Joseph after the miraculous birth. Virgin birth. And they were four half-brothers of Jesus. So why didn't Jesus come in or commit uh, his, his mother, mother to her, her, his own brothers? Why to John? So, in this statement, when Jesus says, Dear Mother, here is your son. And, uh, and uh, to John, he says, here is your mother. He is not just entrusting his mother to John's care. But he is actually drawing Mary beyond her immediate family to a new community of believers committed to follow Christ. So it was just, he was drawing Mary beyond that immediate family, her her relatives, her blood relatives, her sons, to a new community, a new family. This this incident on the cross also indicates that the bond between believers is even more stronger and deeper than family ties and blood relations. So we read in Mark 3 33 to35 Jesus was actually interrupted by one of, uh, by one of, one of one person and he said, "Your mother and your brother are looking for you." And Jesus gave an astounding res- statement at that point of time. He said, "Who is my mother and brother?" And then he looked around at the people seated in, seated in a circle around him and he said, "Here, is my mother and brothers anyone who obeys God's will is my brother, my sister, and my mother. So this is what Jesus said. So actually, in, when we when we when we when we hear the third saying of the cross, Jesus is actually forming that new family. Okay. So John John Stott calls this bond between believers which is formed at the, at, the, at the foot of the cross, the community of celebration. Okay. So from the date of Pentecost onwards, conversion to Christ means conversion into the community of Christ. Okay. So John Stott impresses to us, and I quote, "Thus, the very pers- purpose of Christ's self-giving on the cross was not just to save isolated in- individuals, and so perpetuate their own loneliness, but to create a new community whose members belong to him, love each other, and eagerly serve the world. Okay. The second aspect is the new responsibility. Okay. Isaiah, in Isaiah 63, 3, he prophesied that the Messiah would tread the winepress alone, When Jesus was taken into custody, we read in Matthew 26-56 that all his disciples had deserted him and fled. And John was the only disciple to return back to the foot of the cross to witness the passion of Christ or the suffering of Christ. Very interesting to note that Jesus did not rebuke John at this point of time. Why did you desert me? He never rebuked him. But in fact, he gave him a glorious honor. Anyone who comes to the foot of the cross is never rebuked by Christ, but is given a glorious honor. Okay. A few days later, three days later, when Peter and John went into the tomb, and uh, when Peter entered the tomb, he saw the you know the uh, the garments neatly arranged, and then John rushed in, and then John rushed in. We read in John uh, 28, he actually saw, and he believed. So the verse said he saw and believed. And what did they do? Did they do after that? The, in John 20, it says verse verse 10, it says they, they went back home. John would have gone back home, met his mother, and proclaimed to his mother that her son has been risen from the dead. Okay, so what a glorious honor he was he was given to give that news. And even we, when we come to the foot of the cross, we carry that good news a proclamation that us that a savior has risen at the, to our, to the people who are now uh, to around around us okay. so uh, for a moment let us put ourselves in uh, john's sandals okay at the foot of the cross so uh, here is jesus hanging from the cross and here are we uh, in john's place uh, looking up at jesus and jesus says can you take care of Mary? Uh, what would be our uh, you know, response? I'm sure everybody right now will be thinking, yes, emphatic yes, I will take care of Mary. But just think deep for a moment. Think deeply for a moment. Is that a really yes? Can you really be sure that is a yes? So do we realize that every day Jesus is giving us the same opportunity. He is asking us to take care of some needy person some hurting person some widow some orphan now can we say yes are we accepting this the, the community the, this new formed community this new family beyond uh, you know uh, far far more closer than our own blood ties are we accepting them into our family even if we accept them are we burdened by their, by their plight, by their difficulty? Are we driven to actually make a change, to think about their suffering and, and, and do something about it? Okay. Now, Christ demonstrated this love when he was hanging from a cross. Can we demonstrate this love in our comfort and prosperity? Are we, are we demonstrating this love in our comfort and prof, uh, prosperity? When Christ asks us to take care of somebody, are we demonstrating his love? Are we doing it? Can we say yes now? So we should ask the Holy Spirit to convict us. And that we should be able to reflect and disregard our own suffering and think about elevating the sorrow of others in this new family.